0: Seven by seven by seven by seven by Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the 757 Renaissance Man Podcast. Today, I got my buddy with me. You know, I've always tried to bring you my favorite content creators. So we got a double hit today. We got a content creator with some 757 experience. Ladies mm-hmm. and gentlemen, I want to introduce you to my friend, Miss Allie Trillion. How are you doing today, ma'am?
1: Right up I'm doing amazing. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, 757. It's an it's an important bond that people don't know about unless they, you know, experience life of VA. Yeah. Yeah, it's,
0: it's, <laughs> I think it's one of the places that it has its own character. The place itself mm-hmm. is its own character. Like when you watch The Wire, The Wire is a character. I mean, Baltimore, the city of Baltimore itself is a character in The Wire. And you can't be Mm -hmm. from the 757 and this environment not infect you in that way.
1: Absolutely. I 100% agree. I always tell people uh, growing up in Virginia for 11 years, you know, from from a baby Mm -hmm. till eleven. Um, shape my life. Uh, aside from that being the most, one of the most important parts of life, mm-hmm. you know, whatever you experience from, from being a, a baby to even five, or, you know, just you, you get it. Um, it, it shapes who you are as a person, mm-hmm. your beliefs, what you're taught, who you're around, what you hear, you know? So uh, growing up in Virginia is, is crucial. What's crucial to me being who I am today. Just just those short eleven years, I, you know, as, as a kid, you know, several years that I can't even name because I was a baby. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it made. I feel like I'm sort of a mix between a, a city. I'm I'm like a, a country girl with city swag, right? Because right, right. I love the I love the greenery, but I also love the city. I love city life to an extent. Nice. So,
0: so I know how <laughs> me and you get down with our conversations. And before I get too much off track and we get lost, I want you to tell the people about your podcast. I absolutely adore your podcast. I have been waiting to have you on because I quite honestly am jealous about how (laughs) honest and open you can be on your podcast. Like I'm trying to get to that point. You know what I mean? But I I Mm. feel the uniqueness. I feel the authenticity when you speak i know you coming from a real place so tell everybody about your podcast
1: yeah well we're gonna delve into why you feel like you can't keep it a whole like like trill right you know not to put a pun on my name um (laughs) but yeah so my podcast is called the pretty banana podcast um People sometimes ask me what, how I came up, how I came up with the name, and I wanted to start a podcast a few years ago, and it just wasn't the right time. And then the pandemic hit, and you know, so, so we had a lot of time to just, just do stuff. So I wanted to have a podcast where I could talk about my life as, like, a, a lifestyle podcast, my life as an entrepreneur, a mother, someone who was single dating that had tons of crazy dating stories from stalkers and all and, and the lessons that i have learned i'm in my 30s right. so i you know I, I i feel like i can provide a whole lot of uh relatability or even maybe help someone make, uh, not make certain mistakes because of my age I've, I've kind of been there done that up until where i am now mm. and i'm like how am i what is it going to be called you know it can't be i knew i wanted to have something clickbaity because i'm very um I'm sort of sexual in a way that I can't control it. I'm just like, I just exude the sexy feel that I, I don't like, I, I'm still classy, but you know, I, I have to incorporate the two and keep it authentically me. And I'm like, I can't name an eggplant, but banana <laughs> yeah, is the original phallic symbol. Right, so right. uh, fa- uh, banana is the original phallic symbol for dicks. And I was, you know, I wanted to talk about lifestyle up and dating and you know whatever so i'm like okay banana that sounds cute but i wanted something another name that kind of represented me Mm -hmm. right and i feel like i'm beautiful and i'm gorgeous and i'm stunning and i'm a goddess just like any woman should um and then pretty pretty i'm like pretty is such a pretty word and then pretty banana was born so on the podcast i talk about really everything people talk about i talk about racism except with racism i say how i think it's an illness how can you hate mexicans and love tacos how can you hate black people and you do the sunday dinners and you love gospel and you do the cornbread and the collard greens you know like and, yeah right fried chicken <laughs> like the culture the music the style you know like the black culture is so appropriated around the world Correct. the world you know we created hip hop, rap music, and you hear rap music in French, in, in Arabic, you know, like, what the mm-hmm. hell? Are you kidding me? So, you know, I talk about things like that. Also, I have um, a, a little bit of a past in the finance industry. Mm-hmm. So I talk about how J.P. Morgan Chase and John D. Rockefeller took financial literacy out the uh, education system. And that episode is called America's First Circle Jerk. Mm-hmm. And for those of you who don't know what a circle jerk is, my introduction to a circle jerk was on a pornographic website. It was a bunch of men linking up and jerking off in a circle. I don't know how else to put it. That's what it was. I was like, huh, America's first circle jerk had to be J.P. Morgan's ass and John D. Rockefeller plotting to ruin our lives. And they did it in the in the 1800s. And in the 1800s, when railroads were created. And how are, how are you going to create? Uh, a, a billion, trillion, whatever bazillion dollar industry. If everyone at your job is, if you know they're going to quit in six months and be a millionaire, an entrepreneur, you can't do it. Let,
0: you know, other people. Yeah, I was going to say. Let's talk about. I want to go back to that. But pinning that for a second. But one of the things I was triggered. I know. I feel. Like, I think. I told you. I already know how this episode is going to go. <laughs> and I refuse to edit it. So it's about to be raw. <laughs> So one of my favorite things about your podcast is I love what you put into your titles. Yeah, you are the most clever, clickbaity person ever, but I love it. And (laughs) you're not clickbaity to be clickbaity. You're clickbaity, and when you click on it, it's worth the click.
1: Thank you. Thank you for saying that because, you know, I love me like Kanye loves himself. And I feel like sometimes when I talk, there are people think I'm conceited, but I really do think I'm providing so much knowledge and relatability. And people tell me that. And I'm just so grateful because I didn't necessarily start my podcast to provide anyone any jam. I did it because it helped me. I was expressing myself. I was venting uh, and sharing things that I had already knew, um, you know, and we all talk to ourselves. So I was like, you know, let me record it. So I'm less crazy, but you know, I really appreciate you saying, I really appreciate you saying that. And everything that I talk about, it's literally, I I hit recording. I just talk. And then when I feel like I've made my point, I stop. The only, the only one I really planned that I did research for was, um, anal plug hell where I talk about, um, real estate and racism, um I I saw a video and and I kind of went off the video but for the most part whatever I'm passionate about coincidentally you know ties into what's going on in modern society and I and I just talk about it but aside from being clickbaity I you know I kind of did that because I wanted to force people in a way I'm a little bit of, of a dictator I'm a little bossy I'm not gonna hide it I I couldn't um be president of the united states i would definitely have to be in a communist country where i control everything period i'm sorry i don't know what to tell you so it's like my way of kind of forcing people into learning something because having uh watching ratchet tv and reality shows it's you know it's it's fun Mm -hmm. i don't really watch it but i get why it's fun um so it's kind of like that like you click something and it's like i'm gonna beat your ass but i'm not and then you hear me talk about how I've learned to have self control, and I've learned to be more emotionally intelligent, and I've learned to not be so uh, uh, physical and choose my words wisely. You know what I mean? So you, you're here thinking, oh, yeah, she's gonna talk about a fight she had, mm-hmm. and, blah, 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 blah. and I'm and I'm really not. I'm talking about listen. You've got to be more feminine. We have to have more self control. You know, and I think I think that's important, and I think that's what people are gonna appreciate about me.
0: I can tell that. During the course of you living your life, you are very introspective. Like, whatever led you up to this point, you know exactly who you are. And it comes across in the content that you put out.
1: Thank you. Yeah, you know, I know mostly who I am. I'm still discovering new new parts of me some days are just not my days um and then some days i feel like i'm on top of the world and i'm wonder woman um i still have a ton of things i need to figure out but i'm my personality is not for everyone and i appreciate that so much because the people who who uh take the effort to get to know me it's such a beautiful relationship i have such genuine associates and friends and i'm not the kind of and i have friends who are men male friends who are married in relationships and you know that could get sketchy i think maybe because i'm so beautiful and sexy and but i'm just not that kind of woman either i'm a girl's girl i have i have boundaries i have respect for myself most importantly all right because it takes two to single but i I would never ever go that route because i have respect for myself i need to be the only one period but yeah um I, for the most part i know who i am but i just wanted to say that i'm still figuring it out because i never want to portray to keep it all together my i have certain views that i'm stuck on you cannot change my mind about certain things like i saw some of my friends don't talk to me about politics don't talk to me about the vaccine they don't talk to me about <laughs> something else that i can't think of right now um but yeah i love to learn i love to learn and, you know, I'm open-minded. So if something makes sense, you know, I'm going to lean towards it. But, yeah, that's what I want to
0: say about what you said. <laughs> so I, I think that we need people like you in your space because I think that you are in the middle. You're not quite old ladyish, but you're not Nicki Minaj either. Like, one of the right. things, my daughter's a teenager growing up, and mm-hmm. growing up in this era, I'm trying to... <laughs> instilling her there's a difference between slutty and sexy and you have to have a certain responsibility and a certain maturity to handle sexy i think sometimes when you try to handle sexy and you ain't ready then it comes (laughs) across as slutty Mm -hmm. so i kind of like absolutely i like the, the walk you walk where yes i know i'm sexy but hey, just because I'm sexy that don't mean I'm going to go for the okie doke
1: Oh, you cut off. Just because I'm sexy doesn't mean what? I'm going to go <laughs> for the okie doke Right. Um, I, you know, some some women, even men, they just, we all mature at different levels. So maturity plays a big part. I have moments where I'm insecure, but there isn't a part, there isn't a, a time throughout the day where I don't look in a mirror and think how beautiful I am and, and how much I love my face. Uh, so there's that. But I I feel like I have, a, I have kind of an aura and a presence that just exudes a certain sex appeal. And um, I don't want, also I don't need or, or crave a lot of attention from men in that manner. It makes me uncomfortable. You know, I could be wearing this just like how I am now. I have very light makeup. I've got some pink lipstick and I'll, cars will honk at me. And I just think it's just the energy and how I walk. But that came for me <clears throat> with maturity. I wasn't this churl at 22. Mm-hmm. It took me, honestly, to, to become a mother, to feel like I had more purpose, to feel, you know, a lot more sexier. Um, which is, I, I feel like some, point, only parents would understand. You,
0: you have to go through some things to understand yourself. And when I made that comment mm-hmm. earlier, I didn't mean to make it, to make it sound like everything was always sunshine and roses too, because it's your, mm-hmm. your bad times that also make up who you are too. Your bad experience and right. your good experiences together make up who you are.
1: Absolutely, And you,
0: you just need time. There's no way, I don't think anybody can say that they knew who they were at 18.
1: Right, right. So, some people, you know, I've met, I don't know what it is, but I've met some 18, 20-year-olds who are like, dang, I wish I was like you five years ago, mm-hmm. let alone at 18, I could have been a lot further. Um, I wish more young women and men were just so confident you know and it has nothing to do with looks weight Mm -hmm. height ethnicity confidence is just confidence like you know there's this thing called pretty privilege which I I admit I've had to an extent but pretty privilege is also who you are on the inside and how you treat people Mm -hmm. and you're always going to get further in life if you just love yourself regardless of what you look like because your weight is temporary. Your health is temporary. You know, things can flip overnight. Mm-hmm. So who you have really is kind of all you have to an extent. And that's always going to get you get you anywhere you need to be. All
0: right. So now we're going down that road. I got two things with that. How do you think, <laughs> all right, A, let me make a comment. Then I'm going to ask you a question. My comment is <laughs> when I was younger, I'm going to tell you who put me in that mentality. Because I'm in a mentality, like Mm -hmm. no matter what, I know I have a certain amount of swagger. And even on my worst day, Mm. I got a certain amount of swag that you're gonna get, just minimal, you know? And you know who helped me? You know who helped me with that? Biggie. Who?
1: Biggie. Biggie facts. Super facts. Biggie
0: had that swag that, like, it don't matter what I look like. I'm Mm. the I'm the baddest thing in the room.
1: Absolutely. And the guy I'm seeing now, uh, my boyfriend, he has women throwing themselves at him. And I respectfully, I feel like if you looked at him, you wouldn't think that. But yeah, women throw
0: themselves at him and it's about. I'm going to give you another example. And it's (laughs) the opposite. It's the extreme opposite. Prince. Mm-hmm. Prince Prince will walk in the room, hair looking better than yours, earrings bigger than yours, heels higher than yours, and have this swag to have every woman <laughs> in the room like I won't talk to him.
1: Absolutely. Hunt is what three XY? I,
0: I can't I can't pull that off. I can't pull it off.
1: <laughs> yeah. I you know, I, I feel like I'm getting there. I wanna be I wanna be invincible. Um part of that I feel like People don't discuss not what they went through, Mm -hmm. but I think to achieve the level of Prince confidence or riggy confidence, because I wouldn't say I'm necessarily there. You got to spend time alone. You got to shut people out sometimes. Prince
0: has an unbelievable belief in himself and his talent to just, you know, pull that off. All right. So that's the comment. Let me give Mm -hmm. you the question. Do you think with this current generation especially with the Instagram phenomenon. Do you think mm-hmm. the kids like our children's age are going to have a problem with presenting themselves that way? Or do you think that it's a huge influence on the way they they think about themselves? Um, because, you know, we it's a little bit different for us. We weren't always, you know, in the public eye to a certain extent even as a private person. But now since it's Instagram, mm-hmm. everybody's in the public eye. So how much do you all think right. you know, Instagram affects like these little boys and especially little girls? Because I know raising a daughter, it's a fine line. You got to walk with her confidence and her hormones and all that coming together, especially in their, their growing teenage years.
1: Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think that uh, it all starts in the home. Social media has a huge impact on everyone. Everyone. You can post whatever you want, you know? And I mean, all the posts, all the place, all the things I posted on my Instagram, yeah, I was really there. But, you know, maybe I didn't own the house like it portrayed, maybe someone alluded alluded to. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, I I take pictures in, in a home, but I don't own it. So, you know, so it, it alludes to like, Oh man, she's got it together. She's uh, has all this, uh, you know, so it absolutely has an influence. Also there's a huge trend with surgery and I'm not opposed to surgery. Mm-hmm. I don't have any. Um, I will absolutely get some in the future mm-hmm. because I want, if I feel like it, I want to, I'm going to be what, 60 one day. I'll get Botox. Leave me alone. <laughs> Facebook, leave me alone. let to do it. Um, but everyone kind of looks the same. Like, Everyone, uh, women now want to get rid of their hip dips. Mm. Women now, you know, want bigger butts. And a but lot of it is to difference between
0: appeal. being a 60-year-old lady and wanting to get a tighten up than being a 22-year-old lady trying to get ahead of the game.
1: <laughs> right. I think if you are going to be in a certain industry, you need to do what you need to do. Mm. If you want to be a bartender um, and eventually meet Connects that way to be in either an adult entertainment or some kind of, you know, acting situation, I think you've got to make adjustments. This is, in my opinion, the, the the devil is like the king of earth, and you've got to make certain adjustments, and you just got to be, at the end of the day, a good person. My issue with surgeries and stuff, and, and how social media influences kids and teenagers or whatever, is... The personality you can't buy. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna be a, if you're gonna have a fake life and a fake body and a fake bag and a fake car and a fake whatever, don't be a fake bitch too. Like you still gotta be real. You still gotta give love and get love. Like stop. That's my issue with it because I, I, I want to get my breath done, but I'm gonna be the same person. I'm not gonna be like, oh, I'm better than you because I have my boobs done. <laughs> I'm definitely gonna still fl- be flipping my hair, but I'm gonna be flipping my hair with bigger boobs. That's the only change. Um, a lot of it has to do with what's in the home. I see how sometimes little girls with coarse hair look at me. Mm-hmm. Like my hair is just so beautiful and amazing. And they want it like that. And that to me is a problem. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, you know, I, and it's been like that for me for a while. Cause I associate, I have a lot of uh, friends with, with little, little girls or, you know, Uh, associates and just I I spoke at a a school I used to go to um, when I was a a teenager and and, um, headed to college. So I see how sometimes people glorify my hair and my skin tone because of a lot of the things going on in social media and um, even like rap music. And I just don't agree with it. And I don't think it's fair. I think the standard, there is no standard for beauty. Mm -hmm. I think you're the standard for for beauty, I think I'm the standard for beauty. I think we're we're at, we're, we're for someone. Everyone is for someone, um, but most importantly, we're for ourselves. So social media, man, I think everyone should, you know, like uh, Muslim people have like a prayer clock. Right. Yeah. I think we need to have something like that, where mm-hmm. it's like a social, a mass social media cleanse and we stay off of the pages of Lamborghinis um and and, or things that make us feel bad.
0: A social media um a social media Ramadan.
1: A social media Ramadan show. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes, bars, yo that was that was bars. Social media Ramadan. Can we can we make that a hashtag? We
0: might have to make that happen. We might have to make that happen. (laughs) So, yeah. All right. So, I got to bring it up during my episode. This particular episode is going to come out. Hopefully, I'm going to edit it within the next two hours. And it's going to be uh, one of my exclusive episodes for the 30 day challenge for the content creators of color. So, y'all check that out because <laughs> it's going to be dual posted on the 757 Renaissance Man as an episode and on the content creators of color episode. I had to get that day out funny. the way yes yes we're wrapping up um i had to squeeze you in because this is the last week so i had to have you on and when you popped in i was like yes that's perfect
1: and i popped in and said hi and you you beat me to the point It's like i gotta have you on and i was like yeah i was coming in here to you know talk to you and say that because we had to keep rescheduling life life is crazy
0: yeah yeah and okay so i'm i'm probably going to end this now so we're going to have to make a series because we didn't even talk about your life in seven five seven.
1: We didn't. Why can't we keep going? Yeah, think you have other plans.
0: Daddy life, man. I'm juggling, podcasting, daddy life. <laughs> you know, private work, and um, I got a birthday coming up. Well, not me, but my son. His birthday's coming up, and I got to plan. A little birthday. Whose birthday? My son. He's gonna be eleven.
1: 11. Yeah,
0: going on 25. That's dope. He wants a Tesla.
1: That's so cute. Not an 11. <laughs> Maybe a little figurine. He, you can take him for a ride in a Tesla. You've
0: obviously not met my son. <laughs> so hopefully, I'm trying to, well, I'm training him so by the time he's old enough to drive, he can afford his own Tesla. Get daddy around. Facts.
1: My boyfriend's daughter is nine and she wants a Tesla as well. Yeah.
0: It's ingrained. That's what he wants. Mm-hmm. So
1: mm-hmm.
0: when I came up, I wanted uh, what did I want coming up? Uh, well, I got okay. So my dream car, I do have, and I'm a country boy. So I want nobody to be surprised when I say I got an '84 Cutlass Supreme. That's my dream car. When I was a little boy, and I used to what? draw cars. In like the fifth or sixth grade, they used to always look like the little cutlass. So I got a cutlass. And it's (laughs) (laughs) chilling. So when
1: I was younger, my dream car was like switching up every week.
0: (laughs) What was it though?
1: Um, I really loved like the the Mustangs and the Chargers and I loved Jeep. I just liked so many cars. I was like, you're only supposed to have one car. Like I can't have a, a new car every week. I don't know. So I, I didn't have like one particular dream car, but now I do want a Porsche. I want to settle into a Porsche.
0: Now I'm older and I've been through my car stage in my 20s <laughs> and 30s. I, I'm kind of more selective about the cars I want. And I think my ne- right. my next car is either going to be some sort of I want a convertible. I mm-hmm. think I'm getting to the point where my kids are getting old enough, and they get ready to get out. That,
1: mm-hmm.
0: daddy wants a convertible, or I want to. Um, You're gonna get it. Oh well, or I want a Wrangler that I can take the top off.
1: See, I want a Wrangler too. I want it in all pink, but I need a, another realistic car for for every day. So yes. I love Hyundai. I'm so random. I want a Jeep, a Hyundai, and a fucking Porsche.
0: Let's figure this out. So, okay, I'm going to put it out there. My favorite all around, my little drive around car right now is a Nissan Altima. I love my Altima. Mm -hmm. I don't care what nobody got to say. And now that gas Mm -hmm. is $500 billion a gallon, I could put $20 in my Altima Mm -hmm. and still ride for some days. I'm laughing at them. All my, super fast, man. Super fat. My homeboy has drives big, and my bad, bro. I ain't gonna say your name, but my man was on Instagram the other day, <laughs> and he has the big body Audi, the A seven, A eight, something like that, and was complaining because mm-hmm. you you gotta put ultra premium gas in that thing.
1: I don't know why people do that. I mean, I guess if you can afford it, you can afford it, yeah, right? Yeah. But I, I'm sure a Porsche uh, is not cheap for gas either. No,
0: no. You're going to have to have the ultra premium or you'll tear your engine up.
1: <laughs> but my everyday car, I love right. Hyundai. That's I why you got it Hyundai. every day.
0: Right. And then that Hyundai, you put $20 yeah. in and do what you need to do. And then say the Porsche when you're going out doing your thing.
1: hmm hmm Yeah. Definitely.
0: Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I do this at the end of every episode. If a young Miss Allie came to you and asked you for life advice, what would you tell her?
1: I would tell her that anytime someone says something negative about you, it's really them projecting onto you. And if you could just hold on and be a little bit stronger and secure on yourself and don't doubt yourself that you're actually fucking amazing, you are going to be almost bulletproof.
0: Dope. Dope. Now, how can people find you? How can they get you and read and listen to your podcast?
1: So I have my at there. That's my ID, Ali Trillion. Um, You can follow me on Instagram, on Twitter. It's I'm Trillion. On Clubhouse, it's I'm Trillion. And my podcast is on uh, Apple, Spotify, and Google. Feel free to DM me. I'm very social. Um, Just slide into my DMs with respect, you know, like, business and friendship totally but if you send me a dick pic i will post it in my story <laughs> i will post it in my stories mm-hmm. i will extort you i will send you my cash app in return for your dick pic and if you do not send me money i'm posting it to the world to see
0: i have the same policy <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> i charge you little peppers for dick pics okay
0: <laughs> ladies and gentlemen this is the 757 renaissance man podcast You can reach us at 757RenaissanceMan.com. Come on through, uh, leave a message, a voicemail, check out videos, audio of all the episodes. Come see this episode right here, um, 757RenaissanceMan.com. And don't forget to hit the merch store. You need to get some of that fly merch and new logo shirts are coming soon. Allie. Period. Period. <laughs> I want to thank you for taking your time out today. We will be doing this again. You owe me the pink background.
1: Okay, next time I'll be home, or I'll have a portable one. You send me the link.
0: So you made me make sure I had a little bit of pink in my background. I was trying to match. <laughs>
1: I thought that, you know, this morning I was on IG Live and they said it like I was in Calabasas with these windows, but it wasn't working today. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, next time I got you.
0: All right. Thank you, ma'am. I appreciate it. This is the 757 Renaissance Man. I'm Sean. She's Allie. Miss Tria. we out. Peace.
1: Bye. <laughs> <laughs>